Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Well, I'm watching you get ready for the night. Tonight on The Sound, we tap the great keg of brewgrass with an exclusive debut of the latest album from the Millbillies titled Capital B. Hailing from Milwaukee, as their name implies, the Millbillies bring their own brand of barn dancing, barn burning, rip roaring, rocket fueled party time brewgrass. Yeah, you heard me right, and I said it again brewgrass. I caught up with Joe Wace from the Millbillies. Well, we just talked on the phone, really. It's not like I chased him down or that he was running away or anything like that. Anyway, Joe fills us in on what went into the making of this new album and gives us a little insight into how the Millbillies work and how they came to be. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Grab your favorite beverage, put your feet up, and get your ears on for an exclusive Brewgrass debut of Capital B, the latest album from the Millbillies, tonight on The Sound.
is the first track on the brand new album by the Millbillies and the album's called Capital B and it drops tonight at midnight December 6, 2023 and we have a special treat for y'all, Joe Wace from the Millbillies joins us on the phone tonight. Hey Joe how's it going? Hey so good thank you for having me. Yeah for sure thanks for agreeing to do this. We just uh uh, love doing these shows and it's super fun when, uh, when it's like a little before the album comes out. So we get to have like a little teaser of the tunes, you know, a little exclusive debut and stuff like that. So, uh, mm-hmm, uh sure. this first track, man, Annie, um, it starts off a little slow, uh, with a, with a cool little story and then it picks up halfway through, um, and the and I love I love the like the line I rolled over on a four leaf clover and woke up in a three <laughs> third shift bar, you know, and I'm like this Annie girl sounds like she might be a bit of trouble, you know. Um, is is this a fictional <laughs> tale or is this like a, a true story or based in truth or or can we not say uh, what's what's the deal with this one? <laughs> oh no, totally. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, right. um, yeah, it's based it's based on truth, um, but you know, it's sort of like a a post relationship, uh, just like retrospective of just like looking back, um, after a breakup on like one specific time that like stuck out, um, that, that's just stuck out to me. So it's, right. it's totally based in truth, uh, definitely a troublemaker. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's, a uh, it's based in truth for sure. Right. 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 And I do like how it, you know, it starts off kind of slow and you're kind of telling the story, like laying down the, uh, foundation of the story. Um, because most of the time, man, you guys really kind of book, you know, you're really cooking on, on a sure. lot of these tunes, you know? Um, so that, that's a kind of a neat aspect. I thought, um, you know, since this is the first time I've got you on the phone here, um, I'd like to know just like, and this is actually, I think you guys played boats and bluegrass this past fall. And I think that's the first time I've ever seen you. I think uh, I'm not yeah, positive, definitely. but I, I think so. Um, <laughs> how did you guys, how did the Millbillies come together? What's your kind of backstory there? Yeah, for sure. So our uh, mandolin player, Matt Bray and our bass player, Pat Zimmer, um, they met each other in a softball league here in Milwaukee. Actually, oh, wow. um, Matt was always super into bluegrass. He found out that Pat, played upright bass um so they just started jamming together um and then they started the millbillies so there there are two original founding members um they had a you know a rotating cast of characters that came through for a couple years before um ultimately this five-piece setup met about five years ago now um but the rest of us we all met at the bluegrass jam that we have here at a bar called the gig in milwaukee in the river west neighborhood um we met matt and pat there and um we uh, they invited us to come over to to Dan Dan Shaw or banjo player's garage, and um, 
just started jamming, playing covers, playing traditional bluegrass tunes, and um, having fun with it. Booked a couple of gigs at some bars, and and we ne- kind of never looked back from there. Cool. Oh, that sounds fun, man. So you guys met at a like a bluegrass jam, huh? Yeah. The gig. I'm gonna I wrote that down mm-hmm. as you were talking. I'm like the gig <laughs> in Milwaukee. Okay, I'm gonna have to check. Oh that man, it's out. a great spot. Right. Totally great spot. Cool. Sounds fun. So how long ago how how long have you guys been together? You get this is your second full length, right? Yep, this is our second full length. We did have uh just a one off single that we released in twenty twenty one. Um so but yeah, I mean this this iteration of the Millbillies, this uh you know, this permanent iteration the five of us, uh, we've been together since uh, late 2018. Um, okay, nice. We gigged really hard in bars all around Milwaukee in 2019. Uh-huh. We know what happened in 2020. Right, uh, But right. fortunately, we we, uh, we got to release an album and then um, started to get some get, get booked in some festivals in mm-hmm. the region and um, in other parts of the country. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's kind of where we're at. It's uh, um, And started working on our second album here about a year and a half ago. And uh we're stoked to finally release it here uh, before are. the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad I got to catch you guys at uh, Boats here, too. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said before, like a lot of your tunes, you guys are really booking, you know, and um, it makes for a great high-energy live show. Uh, if anyone out there, you're listening and dig this stuff, um, go check these guys out live because it's a super fun time. Uh, Joe, let's get back in. A, I'm going to play some more tunes for people, and we can uh, we can talk some more. Um, Sounds good. So I'm I'm here talking to Joe Wace. Um, he's oh, and Joe, I'm sorry. Um, what is your position? About, what do you play? Are you are you the main vocalist? Uh, yep. So uh, main vocalist. Uh, there's two of us who kind of split those duties. Uh, me and Evan Flutter, guitar player, okay. and I play fiddle in the band as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Now I'm starting to put together faces names. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been emailing <laughs> with you guys. I'm like, I don't know who is who here. Um, totally, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm here talking to Joe, as you just heard, of the Millbillies. And uh, we're going to come back and talk some more later. But uh, here's another tune off their new record that's going to come out tonight at midnight. Uh, this is called Never Ever. And you're listening to it on The Sound right here on 89.5 KQAL. I shave my beard, but I don't clean the sink Cause man, I sure feel weird When I'm starting to think That my head and my heart both know how to bleed And throw away the parts of me you'll never need And it seems like most days when I'm out on the street There'd be someone who said something I can't repeat And I'll play the song way back in my head And now sing along to something you said Cause I never, 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 ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever getting over you But I 
now you wear the dress Cause you like what I think I like it the best But I like everything about a girl Who says backwards is all that I've done Now come on my girl You said you were fun Now you were the first But you sure weren't the last Could it get any worse When you called me to ask Cause you got an offer That you can't refuse The reason that I'll never be That was Never Ever, and that's a track from the brand new album about to be released tonight, um, December 6, 2023, from the Millbillies. Uh, new album's called Capital B, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to that at some point here. I'm talking to Joe Wace of the Millbillies. So, um, Joe, okay, let's let's just go for it. Right here, Capital B. Um, I think I know what that's about. What, what, where'd the album <laughs> title come from? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, so really where it comes from is uh we did not do ourselves any favors in uh the way that we spelled our band name with uh, <laughs> the single l and then the capital b right um which is so funny um you know so a lot of people just forget they, they'll either add that second l or they won't capitalize right. the b. Um, although so I, we just wanted to f- oh, i was gonna say yeah, we just want oh i'm sorry yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay i was just gonna say although when i saw your name i knew instantly where you were from dude I was mm-hmm. like, Millbillies with one, why is it one L? I'm like, oh, duh, because they're from Milwaukee, right? You know, <laughs> yep. so anyway, th- thanks for letting me interject there. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I mean, um, we had our self-titled debut album three years ago, and, um, you know, it was uh, it was sort of just like a snapshot of who we were at the time. Mm-hmm, sure. um, and, and to us, this the second album here is just like, um, it just showcases our growth, um, and it just, but but again, it really is just like the Millbillies at our core. So we wanted to highlight just again, like it's almost like if you didn't hear it the first time, like here we are again, and it's it, we it's got a capital B. Right, right, exactly. You know, I think it's clever. I dig it. You know, and as soon as I as soon because I would misspell it when I was like either <laughs> writing to you guys or just typing things up here, um, mm-hmm. but then I would see it spelled and see it in print and see the, see the capital B and I kind of caught on after a while. And I was like, Oh, oh man. Right, yeah. Right. right. It, yeah. So it looks so much better with a capital B. It does. It, it looks sense. sweet, man. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Uh, that last track that we just heard never ever, um, Man, it's like the same thing as the first one, too. Like, good stories, you know? Um, you want to talk a little bit about where this song came from and, like, lyrically and, um, you know, the ideas behind it? For sure, it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, so just, like, sort of uh, writing tunes for with the guys and, and, and for this band. Um, just going through a period of time of a lot of change, um, you know, pandemics going on, um, just you're, you're thinking about things that you've done in the past, different relationships and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um plenty of plenty of time to think uh during 2020 when i was writing these songs and uh so just looking it's another just retrospective it's looking back at a a a relationship from a long time ago in the past college and a little bit after college and um um it just to me it's just it it, it, you know this changes in tempo and time and um sound throughout the the course of the song um just highlight sort of the roller coaster of emotions that you go through for during your during any breakup, but definitely mm-hmm. your first big breakup from right. your first big relationship. So right, right. really just to me, that's just like, you know, it's the ups and downs. It's the, it's the twists and turns of, 
of everything that you feel inside and mm -hmm. um, just like the logic of it or or the lack of logic of it and um, <laughs> right, and just piecing right. that together into uh into uh into the feel of the song mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like i said i think you know at least from from what i've noticed it seems like a lot of your tunes are rooted in um stories you know and, and storytelling mm -hmm. which is often um involves the way we interact as people right you know um Definitely. do do all of your songs have some sort of root in like in some kind of truth or experience that you've had a, in life or something or yeah, I, uh, for me specifically, and um, Evan and I kind of share songwriting duties here. Um, but you know, we've we've been in a band together long enough where we can probably both speak for each other. But for me specifically, uh, there's got to be some sort of truth in it. I I don't in in it's got to be some sort of like personal story for me. Otherwise, I don't feel like I can. Otherwise, I don't feel like I, I don't feel authentic. I don't feel like I'm mm. I'm I'm telling a story. Um, right. I you know it's hard for me to tell somebody else's story. So. Mm. Um, you know, and, and as songwriters, we've all we've all sat down and tried to do that before, and some people are really good at it. But for for me personally, I have to have something that's rooted in 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 something that I've done or experienced or witnessed, and um, mm -hmm. and just formulate the story of the song from there. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it's a different. You know, I mean, I mean, because some folks maybe are like. Uh, well, like an actor, you know, and you're portraying something that maybe you've never done before. And that's a talent in itself. But there's also a exactly. talent and skill in opening yourself up in those real experiences that you've had. Mm -hmm. And I think that really resonates with uh, uh, fans, you know, when you can do that. Yeah. Do you guys Definitely. like so when you bring a tune to the band, um, is it pretty much done or do you guys kind of then work it out organically together? Or how does how does that go? For sure. I would say it's probably like 75 or 80% done. You know, all the okay. lyrics are written. Um, the, the, the melody is all done. Um, there's, there's the basic structure of the song is there. Um, but then what's really fun about bringing it to the band is, um, is formulating the arrangement. And, mm, you know, we yeah. have such a diverse, all of us have d such diverse backgrounds of musical styles and influences. So um, it's really cool to, you know, get, everybody's different take on on the way uh, the direction that a song can go um for the full band which ultimately creates i think that you know our our sound our, mm -hmm. our hot dirty bluegrass sound so, right right um yeah so it's just it's so cool um you know when somebody hears something and you can tell that it's like piqued their interest um um whether it's it's something that changes for me in a song that i've wrote in the in the moment of actually bringing it to the rest of the band or or Pat on bass, who's never heard the song before, has a really good idea for a little jam section or mm -hmm. solo section in the middle. Um, it's really that's that's the really fun part. Once once I'm proud enough of a song that I've written to actually bring to the band um, and to play them play it to them for the first time, just to hear them kind of take off with it and get really really excited about it and and arrange it as a band is just mm -hmm. such a cool cool thing with these guys. Totally. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. When you're like, I want to get a little more into that, but um, I've also, I got another question burning in my, in the back of my mind here is like, so when you're, before you bring it to the band and you're coming up with something, what do you usually like uh, latch onto? Like what comes to you first? Is it like lyrics? Is it like chords or a melody? Like, Definitely. like yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it could be either just like a really like catchy melody um, but a lot of the times it's like I, I, I sort of latch on to one specific line. If I think of like just something that rhymes um, like just 
really well it's like really rhythmic and it sounds cool to me um like it'll, it'll just fester in my mind i'll take a note of it in my phone um and then i'll come back to it later and um see see what kind of flows out of me for it mm -hmm. um but i'll just like or it could be just something where i like see something or i smell something or i hear something that just like makes me makes me feel a certain way it makes it reminds me of something and it, and and it basically just like nudges me in the direction of like creating this story and this melody right. out of out of this specific feeling in the specific moment. So I'd try to recreate that in, in the song. Right. Right. Cool. Do you ever like, like, how do you know then when it's time to bring it to the band? You know what I mean? Like, how does it go from that where you're working on it and kind of mulling it over, letting it marinate and all that stuff. And then like all of a sudden one day you're like, I'm taking this to practice with me or whatever, you know? For like, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm really not digging it, I'll, I'll have to come back to it later, finish it later, but it's really, if if I've finished a song from start to finish that uh, I just feel really good about, it's got the melody that I want out of the mill for the millbillies. It's, mm -hmm. it's got the feel or it's got a new feel or for something new that I'm trying. Um, you just kind of know it once it's done, you just, you just feel it. And then, um, then you call the guys up and say, Hey, everybody meet in Dan's garage. Let's, uh, let's run through this tune. Cool. Fun. I love that. Let's meet in Dan's garage. <laughs> makes, makes me want to go to Dan's garage right now. Yeah, hey, sounds, yeah. sounds like a good time, man. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, let's like I said, let's play some more tunes for folks. Um, I'm talking to Joe Wace tonight uh, from the Millbillies, and they have a brand new album that's dropping tonight at midnight um, called Capital B. Um, and I'm talking to Joe about it, and we're playing through some tunes for you. So here's another song. This is their second single off the record, so this has been out for a while, this track here. Uh, this is Wisconsin Rain, and you're listening to it on The Sound right here on 89.5 KQA. AL.
That was Wisconsin Rain, and that's a track off the brand new Millbillies album that releases tonight at midnight called Capital B. And I have Joe from the Millbillies on the phone with us. Um, Joe, so we we're kind of getting into your like writing process and like, you know, when when you bring songs to the band and how that changes them and how they evolve and stuff. Um, do, does that happen? Like, is there a point when that's done, you guys rehearse it a lot, you play it live, and then you go in the studio? Or, like, sometimes when you go in the studio, does the song evolve even more? Or even when you're playing it live, does it evolve? Like, you know, do they continue to change for you or grow? Or For sure, yeah. I, I would definitely say they continue to change and grow. Um, you know, if, if we have a specific song um, that we've been playing for a long time and, you know, we just, you know, it, it could be anything. It could be while we're playing it live, somebody has an idea to change something up. Or like, you know, add add like a cover song to the middle of it. Oh wow! Just, just you know, different ways to start songs, different ways to <clears throat> perform them live is definitely something that we're always thinking about. Because um, um, you're always just trying to keep your set fresh and, and right. keep things moving. So, um, but yeah, I mean, especially for this album, we we did so much, so many things differently than we would have done on our first album, or that we definitely did on our first album. Um, just by adding, we had a we have a horn section on Annie. We have yeah. um, we have different organs and keyboards and harmonica and um, <clears throat> and pedal steel guitar and like all the all these different instruments that we added. Um, that as we recorded after we laid down our bass tracks, we just we just could hear them um, on the recording already. So we wanted to add them and cool. um, and do something that's different. Right, right. I love the horns on Annie. I just think that's a great addition to that tune. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I sure. was so I was so stoked that I got to play my old trombone on that track. Nice, very nice. <laughs> Is that because I saw there's additional mus- musicians? So I just figured the horn player horn players were uh, additional pe- folks. But you play uh, trombone uh, on it too. Look at that! Wow. Yep. Yeah, we had to get a trumpet player and a, and a tenor sax because uh, I can't play those instruments. But I played trombone for a long time, so. I got Very to whip cool. out the old trombone. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, where'd you record this album? Where'd you do it at? So we recorded this. Yeah, we recorded this in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin at okay. a studio called Wire and Vice. Okay. Um, with our uh, mixing engineer, Ian Olvera there. And uh, we had Sam Odin uh, producing in the studio. Nice. Very nice. What was that? Ex- have you guys been there before or worked with them or? No, um, <clears throat> we hadn't been there before, um, but we just uh, meeting with Sam and, and Ian before going into the studio. We just had really good vibes. Everybody was clicking. Everybody's laughing, having a, having a good time. And we mm-hmm. knew that it was just going to be a really good space and good feel and, and vibe for uh, for recording these tracks. So, cool. um, we were, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Right, right. You said that sometimes you like like you get the basic tracks and then you'd hear other things on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, um, can you tell me a little about like, a, do you remember any specific moment where it's like, oh, dude, you know what this one needs, you know? For sure. Yeah. I mean, um, just sort of like beefing things up with organ and stuff like that. It's, it's okay. just stuff that we were all hearing together when we would go and listen to the tracks um, back in um, just right there in the studio. So um, I think something, some things like uh, like the horn section, we weren't totally um sold on that idea right away but one person brought it up and it's like well yeah it's like almost has like this dixieland jazz feel right just kind of sashaying about um so just adding a horn section um and just running with that idea i think i think that 
after we decided that we we're going to do that, that really opened us up to to taking a deeper look, even at the rest of the tracks, mm-hmm. um, and seeing what we can add to them, um, which uh, which was a really cool experience and process. But you know, definitely prolonged the process for sure too. Sure, um, sure. After just recording the bass tracks in in one weekend, mm-hmm. but well worth it. I mean that that feeling, that Dixieland feeling you're talking about with Annie. I mean it works so well, so well. Just love it. Yeah, yeah, it turned out awesome. Very cool. Uh, let's play another track, man. So uh, I'm here talking to Joe Wace from the Millbillies from over there in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, they got a brand new album that's dropping tonight at midnight called Capital B, and we're playing through some of the tracks for you here tonight and talking to Joe about it. Uh, this next tune is called Are You Drunk? And uh, it's from the Millbillies' new record, and uh, you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL. <laughs> Are You Drunk? And that's a track off the latest album from the Millbillies called Capital B. Uh, drops tonight at midnight, December 6, 2023. I got to throw that in there, Joe, once in a while because uh, so that if I re-air this, people won't think, what, what? Mm-hmm. December? It's July, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> But um, and I'm talking to Joe Joe Ways from the Millbillies here as well. Um, that tune, "Are You Drunk?" Um, <laughs> I just love these stories and these tunes, man. Uh, <laughs> um, on the on the back of your album here, um, 
on the shelf. Like we put little, uh, what do you call it? Like a like a review. Like play this one. You know this one. They swear in. Blah blah. blah. You know this is mm-hmm. a this one's fast, slow. Blah, blah. Like you guys, you guys sent a a thing like that to me as well, which a yeah. lot of folks don't. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing that. Um, but on the back of your record, on this one, I wrote. Uh, uh, what did I write? Because I don't do them all, but some of them that I really dig, I, mm-hmm. I'll take them from the music directors and do them myself. And this one I wrote, uh, Barn, Burnin' Bluegrass, along with Polk <laughs> Funk, Punk Folk Rock, you know, which I don't know if that's a real genre, but, you know, it seemed to hey, fit at the time. Uh, that's basically every, all of my favorite musical genres all mixed into one. Well, so. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take there it. you go. It shows. It shows then, you know. And like I said before, like, you guys really, like, uh, you guys really cook along a lot, you know. A lot of your tunes are real high energy. Um, makes for a great show. Um, is that something that you guys, like, strive for? Or is that just how it works when your personalities come together? Like, like, is it a conscious thing? Yeah, or what? I mean, I don't think we were really going for anything specific when we all got together originally. And um, that sort of just uh played itself out we we liked playing fast we we were we've all we all like old punk music and old rock music and mm-hmm. um i think that definitely shines through a lot of our a lot of our music for sure so right. we didn't set out to do that but uh um sort of ended up with that sound and um that connotation for a band right 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 do you ever like bring a tune in or does evan evan ever bring a tune in and the guys are like yeah that's all right but let's speed it up you know does that like (laughs) (laughs) i can definitely say that that used to happen quite a bit really Um, oh wow yeah we're yeah you know like lately we're trying to branch out a little bit and um and uh and have a little more diversity and Mm -hmm. and in our set and uh in, in the songs that we bring to the band but um but definitely especially at the beginning we just we wanted to play fast and we want to play loud and we're right. playing dive bars so um just just playing raucous parties right exactly it works right it really works mm-hmm. and that's it i think people you know i think really what people remember the most is uh the experience they have you know um not mm-hmm. saying that they're ignoring the band but it's not necessarily the specifically the artist that they remember it's the experience they have with that artist i think you know what i mean well and i, I think about that a lot is how you know people people don't say they when they, when people go to a live show they don't say i i went to hear this band they say i want to see this band right yeah um and yeah. i think i think that speaks volumes and in, in in um you know how how important it is to to put on a show and and do something unique and and um and just make sure that it's all well-rounded that not just the music is good that everything is good and people can and can leave with a feeling right, right. um that they that they they really saw something they experienced something mm-hmm. yeah i would agree man i would agree and like i said anyone out there who's digging these tunes uh go see these guys because it is an experience it's a fantastic experience great show that you guys put on um uh, and then you know, so but but some of the tunes we're playing here tonight are, uh, I think, showcase that. Like you said, you guys are trying to branch out a little and uh, a little more variety and tempo and things like that. Which I think I think a lot of these tunes do. You know, there's there's like mm-hmm. barn burning portions of them, but then there's like like I said, like you know Annie, you know tracks like that where they start out a little slower. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, and I mean that's definitely something that we thought about in in. Um in recording this album and, and writing these songs um, just to follow up our first album with something different and, and unique, but mm-hmm. definitely putting Annie at the, at, uh, as the first track on the album um, was, was a very, um, 
purposeful decision for us. Right. Um, because it starts slow. You know, everybody's expecting this, uh, a, a real, you know, barn burning bluegrass banger as the first, as the opening track on the album. But, um, you know, we wanted to, we wanted people to peek their ears up a little bit and be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not what I was expecting. And then, you know, then they get the, the barn burner a right. little bit later. Right, right. And then they get what they're, you know, what they knew they were getting before. Mm-hmm. You know, when you guys make decisions like that, being like, there's there's five guys in the band. Is that right? One, two, three, four. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, when you guys make a decision like that, like track order or like what to release as singles and stuff, like how do you make those decisions? Is it like? rock paper scissors do you arm wrestle what do you guys do you know (laughs) you know i mean we just put it out to everybody if if somebody has has a a stronger opinion on something like that than than anybody else then we 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 hear that person out so um you know basically i i put together a couple different just just talking about the track list specifically i put together Mm -hmm. a couple different options that um i think were cool but um the way that it ended up um is mostly uh, was my first option. We changed a couple tracks around in the middle, but um, you know, I think the the longest conversation we had about the track listing was uh, um, whether or not to put Annie at the front or start it with "Are You Drunk" or mm-hmm. something faster. Um, right. So, but you know, we we talk about it together, and um, whether we're in person or on our group chat, and we poke fun at each other and and make jokes about it, and then we ultimately come to a decision together, and. Um, yeah, we just gotten to the point where we trust each other. We trust the person who has the strongest opinion about something, and mm-hmm. if they can if they can back it up with a a reason why, then yeah, we'll we'll roll with it. You know, it's everybody it's everybody's band. It's not just one person's band. Right, right, totally. That's 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 good. It sounds like um uh like siblings who work well together. You know what I mean? When you're real yeah. tight like that and you trust each other, and you're like, all right, man, if you feel that strongly about it, I, I'm with you. You know? Yeah, like I love it. Sure. I love it. Uh do you guys ever I I want to get into this this next tune too. Um um just a little foreshadowing. We're gonna play tattoos and overalls. And I want to talk about the way that tune is like kind of arranged and, and put together. But but also like your recording. Um when you guys are together recording, did you uh, play it live or you know you said you had the basic tracks and then listened back and added stuff did you play that live or did you just track it out piece by piece how, how does that go down for, for sure you? yeah yeah we actually tracked everything the basic tracks live so the five of us were all in the same room um separated by some you know some makeshift walls and in in soundproofing mm-hmm. um, but we were all in the same room and uh we tracked all 12 12 tunes live nice. um with with lead vocals and then we went and layered in um everything else right on top of that that basic track so um yeah i mean um you know having sam in the studio um as our studio producer there um he basically was like all right we're gonna get three rock solid takes of every track and uh we're gonna pick the best one and um if we really really need to go back and redo one then we will um which we did a couple times but uh for the most part um you know you play your first you, you do your first take you want to do it again for sure, no matter what. Right. Um, and then uh, the second take is usually really, really good. And then the, the third take sometimes is better or sometimes it's not, but at least you have two usable takes and right. you can go back and listen and edit and mix from there. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you get that live feel too of you guys playing in a room together, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And I think that's really important for our band. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too, especially this, this style of music and the way you guys kind of punk it up and, you know, 
um, all that, all that stuff. So, well, let's let's get let's play this next tune. I, I love this tune, um, "Tattoos and Overalls." I'm, I'm talking to Joe Wace from uh, Millbillies. Uh, they got a brand new album that's dropping at midnight tonight, December sixth, two thousand twenty-three. There, I said it. Um, I'm talking to Joe, and we're playing through some of the record. Uh, this next track is is one of my faves on the album, um, one of many actually, but it's called "Tattoos and Overalls," and you're listening to it on the sound right here on eighty-nine point five KQAL. Tattoos and overalls, she got them on every time I fall. She sends the boys in a free-for-all, but she does it all to me. That's a track from the brand new album that drops tonight at midnight from the Millbillies. Uh, the album's called Capital B, and I have Joe from the Millie, Joe from the Millbillies on the phone with me tonight. I'm getting tongue tied here, man. Um, <laughs> and we've been kind of talking about how you guys put stuff together, how you record, how you write, you know, um, 
how you make decisions. Um, I really love tattoos and overalls because I love the breakdown. You know, I love the breakdown with the gang vocals and the hand claps. I mean, you yeah. know, for me, it's got it all, you know. Um, how did that like I'm interested, like how did that part of the tune come about? Was it was it written in initially or is that something that came out of the band or what? You know, how'd that go down? Yeah, that's that's definitely something that came out of the studio. It's nice. a decision that was made in the studio. So uh, Sam, our producer in the studio, um, was just like, hey, you know, you might, you guys might hate this. We might all hate this, but let's, let's try this. This is like mm-hmm. a fun, like, you know, so kind of self deprecating song. Just, you know, it pokes fun at yourself. It's just, it's, it's just a fun song. Right. So let's do something really fun at the end. And, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we all got in into the room together around a mic and we were clapping and singing at the same time. And uh, it, it came out to be, we, we were all laughing we were all in tears in the studio about you know it's just awesome it just sounded so fun it was so funny to us right? to, to do to that, do that. And, yeah know, and it's yeah. Like, yeah and it's not something that we would have thought of without him there with us and mm-hmm. it just turned out turned out great so yeah we had to leave it on and i think you can feel that energy in it you know and it's i think that's why it got to me i was like man okay okay i see <laughs> you, you're doing all of it you got the hand claps you got everything yeah yeah so yeah that's super fun and it's super fun to listen to and hear that and feel that you know so mm-hmm. um yeah man uh, you know speaking of which like like fun stuff or whatever uh what artists have you been inspired by recently you know like what do you what have you been listening to or you know what are you into? Man, I I am all I'm all across the board here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's anything from from you know old punk music. I love the Sex Pistols all the way up to the Distillers, things like nice. that. I've, I've, I've been uh, I've been like, I revisit the Coral Fang album quite a bit, <laughs> nice. um, which is what it's I've been solid. listening to this week. So right. yeah, for sure. So it's it's anything from that to you know newer. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma country bands like oh. Turnpike Troubadours oh, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, they're back then on the road, course, aren't they? They're back on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exciting. Cool. Yeah, Sorry, so. I get excited sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something to be excited about for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. For a long time. Totally. Yeah. Cool, man. What's in your player right now? What was the last thing you listened to? I was listening to Coral Fang on the way home. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that girl's got a voice, man. Holy buckets. Yep. Holy buckets. Especially mm-hmm. on that record. There's a scream on that record. I can't remember which tune, but there's yeah. a scream on there that I'm like, oh, my God. I'm surprised <laughs> she can still talk after that. But, yeah, yep. so good stuff, good stuff. Uh, what's next? What's in store for uh, the Millbillies now? Are you guys, you know, yeah. is there any plans for a tour or more albums? What's What's going on? Yeah, so um, we're we're slowing down. We had a we had a crazy busy year, um, super busy summer. Um, playing a lot of really awesome festivals, um, just all over the region and country. Um, so um, just doing all that work of getting out and gigging and um, and getting this this album out. Um, we're excited to slow down a little bit for the winter here and um, and just write new songs. We're getting back into Dan's garage. Nice. Um, you know, which is, it's hard to find time to do that um, when we're, when we're gigging all the time and, and working on this album. So we're getting back there. We're back in the, uh, in the garage, um, sipping on some beers and, and um, doing, doing what we do best and hanging out and um, having a good time together, putting songs together. So, right. um, you know, I think, I think my idea here is to just get right back into the studio 
um, get back on the horse and, and just record these right away. Because um, this album, Capital B, these are songs that we had played for at least a year, if not two years before we went in and recorded them. Oh, wow. Um, and I kind of want to flip that upside down and, and do it the other way and record before we really um, road test these songs. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Um, What's behind that uh, desire? I think it's just a desire to do something different again right. a, a different process to shake things up to get us out of our comfort zone um get some new subject matter out there get some new uh get a new feel um and um and just work that out um in the garage and then ultimately in the studio and um and just see what we can do with uh with a different vibe um you know we're always going to be a fast grass band we're always going to be the higher energy bluegrass band that we are but you know what 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 direction can we, what, what other directions can we take that in? What other subject matter can we cover? Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think there's a lot to say, um, just under that umbrella of, of, of what we're, of what we're able to do. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, just taking it in a new direction. That's a fantastic answer, man, for sure. Because like, I, you go to those uncomfortable places, right? If it makes mm-hmm. you a little bit nervous, then you should probably try it, right? You know, like well, exactly. That's fantastic, yep. dude. I love that mentality. Just absolutely love it. Um, so the new album um, and your previous stuff. I'm assuming it's uh, all streaming pl- platforms, wherever you can stream or wherever you get your music, you can get it, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Bandcamp. You guys on Bandcamp? On Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Spotify, everywhere you can stream. Cool, cool. And are physical copies available as well to order through Bandcamp yep. or, or your website? Yep, you have, for sure. Yeah, we should tell people that too. Website, uh, themillbillies.com. And that's millbillies with one L. And it doesn't matter if you capitalize the B on the internet. <laughs> yep. So, unfortunately. Right, right, right. It'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there'd be a lot of people who are like, I can't find your website, you know? Yep, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have, uh, is that a good place to find merch and stuff too? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, just kind of revamping our merch store as, uh, you know, we're rebranding as we go through this album here. Um, just getting some new designs going and, uh, just a new aesthetic uh, that that goes along with this album. So um, uh, that store should be live here again in the next, uh, you know, in the next month or two. Um, digital release right now. We'll also have CDs, um, and then we're gonna do a vinyl release later in, um, hopefully, uh, later in spring in 2024. Excellent. That was I was just scratching that down on paper. Vinyl? Question mark. Yep. You know. So <laughs> very cool. Love it. Love it. So themillbillies.com. And I'm sure you got links there to all the other stuffs, right? The socials That's and all right. that good stuff. So, Joe, thank you so much. Love talking to you. Love the album. Um, can't wait for everyone to hear it and get it. Um, it's called Capital B. It comes out tonight at midnight, December 6, 2023, from the Mill Billies from over there in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm on the phone with Joe Weiss tonight. And, um, again, Joe, thank you so much. Loved it. Love it. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yeah, for sure. And uh, can't wait to see you guys back in town again. So hopefully, I, I don't know, maybe you guys will play Boats and Bluegrass next year too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, sounds good. So, yeah. all right, uh, we're going to go out with another tune here, Joe. And, uh, well, we've been talking about how you guys are like fast grass and kind of barn burning stuff. Um, this last track, we're going to play Blue Ribbon Days. So we're going to slow it down a bit. So, um, yeah, 
Thanks so much, man. This is Blue Ribbon Days from the Millbillies. Their album comes out tonight at midnight. And here it is, Blue Ribbon Days. And you're listening to it on the sound on 89.5 KQAL. There are days when all I need to fare the right and make the way, but I know I can't be, can't always be that way. They can't hold, can't hold me. Well, I swear, when this night's over, oh Lord, I'll get sober, but I know I can't be, can't always be that way. Thanks again to Joe Wace of the Millbillies for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more from the Millbillies, go to themillbillies.com, your favorite streaming service, or Bandcamp. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. You can also listen to past episodes of The Sound on your favorite streaming services. Find links at kqal.org. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from the Millbillies on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org.
theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.